Want a holiday gift your employees or clients will actually love? Send them gourmet peanuts from Hubbard Peanut Company. Hubs Peanuts is a family-owned company that's been making high-quality, delicious peanuts and sending them to every corner of the globe since 1954. Order some of Hub's plain, salted, or chocolate-covered peanuts in a special gift tin for the perfect gift for your friends, employees, clients, or even yourself. Visit hubspeanuts.com. That's H-U-B-S-peanuts.com. New on CuriosityStream, how do you connect a 16th-century potato to limitless energy production? Could Napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future? And how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet? James Burke's visionary series, Connections, returns for a new generation. Experience all new Connections. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. everybody it is the also.com nhl dfs strategy show nice friday slate we've had a good balance of games these you know six to ten gamers recently we got another seven tonight i'm joined by the inventor of the josh stack josh harris what's up josh how you doing oh pretty good nice little friday uh massive chalk bust yesterday so if you didn't have them probably cashed nice little eight gamer tonight a couple back-to-backs, some good spots. Yeah, how have you been treating back-to-backs, actually? that's We haven't really talked about that too much. I feel like a couple of years ago, I would I would think, like, so much about back-to-backs and, like, not wanting to target, like, not wanting to play teams on back-to-backs. And the last couple of years, I've kind of just ignored it. It's worked out okay. What's your take? Yeah, like, so this season, most of the back-to-backs are against the same teams. But some of, more recently, they've been a bit different because the Rangers are playing the Islanders tonight. They're both on a back-to-back. But I guess if they're – that close in proximity, like travel's fine. So I kind of tend to, unless like there's only really, if it's like a big slate and one team's back to back on the road, then I'll make a note of it. But really with COVID and everything and all the, the testing and the traveling, so it's, it's whatever, <laughs> just part of the scene at this point. Yeah. It's just like a weird season. Uh, I know uh, it sounds like you've had a uh, pretty good last month or so. We haven't done a ton of shows, but just talking to you, a little bit uh dms so how's your last few weeks been yeah it's been my best of the season but coincidentally it's been my lowest volume of the season just because i got absolutely wrecked the first few months and it is what it is like it takes you a little while to get into a rhythm and you know, i'm building back up playing some baseball having some success success there so like that's why i cut 
down my hockey. I wanted to allocate some funds to baseball, to UFC, to some golf. So like, <laughs> but it's funny that I'm doing like by far my best. I've had a lot of, as a one lineup, like finishing top 1% is like a season made for you if you play your normal volume. And I've had a couple top 1% finishes recently, not with my full volume, but it's, it's it was still like 25 X night. So I definitely will take it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it feels like it, that's always the case when you stake down a little bit after you've had a rough stretch, all of a sudden you rip off a few nights in a row where you're, you're getting some pretty quality caches, but um, yeah, man, I haven't, I, I don't know. I've kind of been close to breaking even, I think for the last month, I started off red hot and then had a real bad downswing and then uh, kind of have righted the ship a little bit, but I haven't had any big caches now the contests are a little bit lower. So, you know, if you get the first place finish, you're not necessarily getting the 20 K that you might've two months ago. Instead you're getting like 10 K or five K. It's still good money, but yeah, I saw you sniffing around at the top last night, but Winnipeg won, you know, they hit the empty net, which is, yeah. <laughs> which is typical. Of them, but yeah. like, it was cop who moved up there. Not like uh, probably would have benefited more from a Shifley goal, but yeah. it is what it is. Never fun to root for Mark Shifley to create uh, DK points by himself or FanDuel. Yeah. All right. Well, it looks like we've got a few people getting in here. Nihas in chat says Jake. I'm sure he'll add Josh as well in the chat. Um, Let's see. We are presented by Jock Market. As you guys know, uh, you can use a promo code uh, it's been the promo codes and switching around a little bit, but promo code is Osmo NHL 20. That's a $20 deposit on your first, uh, a $20 bonus on your first deposit. Easy for me to say it's exclusive to the Osmo community only. And if you don't know what jock market is, it's essentially uh, DFS and stocks combined. They allow you to buy and sell shares of players uh, throughout the night. You've got guaranteed payouts. So it's kind of like your average DFS site, but it's got, it's more of a stock market. And so I know a bunch of people have been playing, and having some success playing on jock market and they're giving you a free 20 bucks when you sign up. So use promo code Osmo NHL 20. This is the NHL strategy show. We've also got another one. If you're watching the NBA show, either of those two are perfectly fine, but you're going to get free 20 bucks up to a free 20 bucks on your first deposit. So go over and support them. They're helping support us. They're helping keep these shows free. So uh, it's the least we could do is throw a few users their way. And I think you will enjoy uh, the gameplay over on jock market. And then as always, if you could subscribe to the channel, that is the number one way you can help us out. Likes are great. You know, watching all of our videos is awesome, but we need you to subscribe so we can continue to show up. And then again, continue to uh, provide free content. We've got so many shows going on. If you look at our schedule uh, it's just loaded with, you know, we've got MLB going on multiple shows per day. We're doing combined streams for NBA still. You got the tip-off show if you're looking for more of a betting angle for NBA. We've got MMA. Uh, we've got PGA going on. If you watch any of the Masters content, we had a bunch of shows going on throughout the entire week. And um, all this stuff goes up on podcasts besides the live before locks for obvious reasons. They're not enough shelf life. But if you want to check us out on podcasts, if you uh, are a commuter or, you know, you're walking the dog or doing some uh, errands or doing some chores, chores, if your wife or girlfriend or boyfriend assigns you those, uh, you know, you've got plenty of content to listen to over on the Osmo podcast channels. And we got sports specific channels as well. If you want to go see all those Osmo.com slash podcasts. Carter says came in second in the dime time last night, still playing small stakes 
while I learn, but huge thanks for all the help. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome, man. That's uh, the number one way you can, you know, build up your bankroll is by grinding those low dollar contests, maxing those out, slowly start to make your way up to, you know, 25 cent. The, uh, I think there's probably a 50 cent mini max. There's $1, 20 max. And uh, you can get a lot more entries that way, play a lot more lineups. That's something that I started to do when I first started working for the site. And uh, it's worked out for me, especially in NHL. So I would suggest all you guys do that. And um, if you haven't, go check out the Rock the Avatar promo because you can win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. That's 90, I believe it's a $90 value, $89.95 to be exact. And uh, you can get that for free just by using the Osmo Avatar and finishing uh, high in a contest with 5,000 plus people. Is that enough promos? I don't know. It feels like we don't have enough. Is there anything else I'm missing, Josh, off the top? I know when people love me uh, touting our stuff right yeah. off the top of the show. Yeah. I know the starting nine ends today. <laughs> that that is that. true. That is the last day. Starting nine, nine days of Osmo plus MLB for nine bucks. That's a dollar a day. Might as well sign up. Get in Slack. You can access the NHL Slack if you sign up for that little uh, workaround there. And I think you'll like what you get with the ML, MLB stuff. I know you've been using some of that, some of the ownership in the top stacks uh, to hand build your single entry. I don't know how you do single entry in MLB. It's hard enough in NHL, but. I'm trying to get into MME. I'm trying to, I want to learn. Like I got to rewatch those evergreen pieces on Fantasy Cruncher just because like, if you put in, you can make your rules. And if you make a minor mistake, you're like, yeah. You're back to the, so I really want to get fantasy cruncher down before I start committing funds to MMEing. But you know, one lineup in baseball is not ideal, but I do the best that I can. Did you guys tout Arvidsson last night? Did Cliffy? I, I think I did. did. I, I preferred that line to the second line. Okay. Yeah. Kyle says he went back and forth and uh, looked who you picked. And if I would have just listened to you guys, I would have picked Arvidsson and made some money. Won't let that happen again. And then, uh, yeah, that's tough. I mean, you always remember the 50-50 ones that don't go your way, right? You rarely, you know, you're just a genius in your own head when you get it right. Uh, at least that's how I remember it uh, personally. Those damn touts don't know what they're talking about. I was right. <laughs> so, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, reports have Jake Hari going to Jeopardy, Josh says. Cannot confirm nor deny. I heard Aaron Rodgers did a pretty good job. but I mean, you got the hair for it, so it's definitely possible. I, I can't compete with, with <laughs> Rodgers' hair-beard combo. And uh, just his overall swag. So uh, let's get into the games. We've got seven of them. Let's start with the Rangers and the Islanders. 2.5 implied total for the Rangers. Three for the Islanders, Georgiev and Semyon. Varlamov expected to go. It was Sorokin last night. So should be Varlamov tonight. Uh, your Rangers, is this is this a true story? This is the first time I'm seeing it from a couple hours ago when I looked at uh, the slate. Uh, Kravtsov? He's up on the Strom and Panarin line. Is that a thing? Yeah, I mean, uh, him and Blackwell usually split time during the game. Uh, Blackwell usually starts with them. Kratzoff moves up. They they want to keep the Lafreniere, Hedo, Kako line together. So they, depending on the game flow, they'll move Kratzoff up. They'll move Blackwell up. They, I, I, I get why they're doing it. <laughs> you don't want to have, you know, Kratzoff come over from Russia and have him play with Brett Howden and Kevin Rooney all game. You actually want to have him with some players on the ice that know what they're doing. So, um, yeah. So if you're going to play that Rangers second line, I think you can put in Kratzoff. You could put in Colin Blackwell. There's ways to go about it. 
Yeah, uh, I was wondering because uh, that's your boy. This is your team. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see that, but I don't think that changes a whole lot for me in terms of price point. Uh, you can play either one up there. It's a $500 difference. Not not a huge deal. There are uh, options, but it's a little bit cheaper if you uh, keep on Kratzoff. I, I can never pronounce this guy's name. Krat Kratzoff? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Kratzoff? I don't know. We're about the worst duo to break yeah. down the pronunciation. So someone feel free to spell it out. Names are brutal. Like, how do you pronounce VTS? <laughs> yeah, that, that's what's tri- tricking me up. Uh, so... Anyways, I'm sure someone will correct us and well, actually, us in the chat, as you guys tend to do. Usually, you're pretty nice, but I don't have a lot that I love in this game, specifically because Komarov's up on the top line. We thought it might be Pajot, um, but Pajot's centering, or he did center last night, Paul Mary and Zajac, the new toys for the Islanders. So, I, I guess three playable lines for the Islanders, similar ownership across the board, no one really getting owned at all in this game. And I kind of agree with it. Is there anything that you love here? Not really. Uh, the Islanders just just a sludge fest yesterday. Like yeah. they got off to a hot start, and that game just got grinded to a halt. And that's what's going to be. Like they're a good defensive team. They don't take many many penalties. Uh, you know, the Nelson line is going to get the Kreider or Zabanajan line. That's a tough matchup. The Barzell line is probably going to get the Strom line. That's a tough matchup. And then, like, these kids are going to get, you know, Zajac and J.G. Pajot. That's not a great matchup. Like, And the Rangers have been good defensively, too, and it's a five-and-a-half total. They're both back-to-back. It's just I'm probably looking elsewhere in one to three. In MME, if you want to, you know, have some of the Rangers' first line, some of the Rangers' second line, because they've been, you know, very good recently, that's perfectly fine. Same with the Isles. Like, the Islanders' second line, um, they're going to get, you know, the Zabanjan matchup. Which is, you know, good for the Isles. Like, this Banjan, Buchnevich, Kreider line has been uh, decent offensively. Uh, they've been okay defensively. But really, where they've been doing their damage has been on the power play. So, at five on five, I think, if you want to go to the Isles, Bailey, Nelson, Bovillier makes some sense. Um, it's, I don't understand why Uncle Leo is still up there. I guess we'll see what happens when Wallstrom comes back. He's a little bit dinged up. Um, Maybe they move J.G. Pajero up there, and that makes it a bit more playable. But for right now, it's maybe a little bit of aisles to some of the Rangers' top six in MME, but that's really about it. I crunched out 150. Actually, I'm at 140 right now. My crunch is still going. Just to see kind of where I'm at if the slate started right now. And I have 2% Zbanejad, 1% Strom, 1% Nelson, 2% Barzell, and 3% Pajot. So... I, I guess right now I'm the highest on the Pajot line uh, just because they're not really a third line. Maybe yeah. people will see them as the third line. But and, they traded uh, for Zajac to move him to the wing. Like that makes no sense. But. I, that's why, I mean, yeah, because now they have five centers. Yeah. They're not going to, they love the Sezekis, Clutterbuck, Martin trio. They're not breaking those guys up. I, I was hoping it would be Pajot and then Komarov would be with like Zajac and Palmieri. But. Komarov can go sit in the, in the, press box with with Lou yeah they they uh <laughs> scratched Bellows and Wallstrom yesterday so I, who knows what the Isles are doing maybe it was a salary cap move I'm learning those are a thing and that's why somebody sometimes these guys get scratched that shouldn't but uh Adam Fox is 7k I mean what what is going on there I know he's awesome I know he's one of the better defensemen in the league especially young defensemen but I can't justify paying that price I think the Rangers are overpriced, and I I don't really think it's a good spot. So yeah, just having as, trouble getting much of this game. As, as Cliffy pointed out yesterday, like he doesn't shoot much. 
he relies on scoring points. So at 7K in this matchup, it's going to be no. I, I still like Truba at 4,200. He's still too cheap. Uh, if you want to play Keandre Miller, that's fine. Uh, he's under 3,000. His minutes are there. His peripherals aren't. But if you want to take a stab, that's fine. Real, and then on the Islander side, like outside of correlating, I, I don't think I'm going to play anybody on the Isles blue line. All right, let's go to the Penguins and the Devils. We got a 3.4 implied total for the Penguins, 2.6 for the Devils. Casey DeSmith expected to go against Blackwood for the Devils. Dell went yesterday. Tristan Jari went yesterday, so that would be the uh, logical goalies for tonight. Um, I really like something in this game, and I wonder if you're on the same page. So you can just take this one where you would like in terms of forwards. Okay. Uh, both these teams are on back-to-backs too. Um, but really, the Pittsburgh, you know, they played a good game yesterday. Their top line didn't do too much, but I think this is a spot where you can go back to them. Um, there's not really a, a line defensively on the Devils that are going to scare you, and especially with Zajac on now, Paul Mary's gone. So, like, maybe they get the huge Sharon Govich line. Maybe they get, you know, I, don't, I, I doubt they'll put Zaka up there because Zaka's not very good defensively. And they're definitely not going to put like Michael McLeod and Maltsev and little, little Thompson. So like, I would imagine the Hughes line is going to get the Crosby line. It's just a guess um, that, that heavily favors the Crosby line. I think, you know, they're fully correlated on the power play. Uh, you know, Blackwood's the better goalie, but the devils aren't a very good team. So pit one definitely makes some sense here. Uh, if you want to go to pit two, it's okay. Like, if you want to put in McCann for some power, probably one. I think that's fine. Zucker's still cheap at 3,700. I'm not a big Evan Rodriguez guy. So really the, on the Pittsburgh side, it's really like pit one, pit power play, uh, maybe a little of uh, McCann-Zucker. On the Devil side, if Hughes is going to get Crosby, that's going to take me off them. I do like the Zaka, Brat, and Wood line. Um, they're going to get the depth of the Penguins. Uh, without Malkin, their depth isn't great. And I think – you know, they can score there. Uh, Zaka and Brad are on the power play. They're, that duo is only 7,900 as the two of them. You add in Miles Wood, you're looking at a line 11 9. Uh, Wood is on the second power play. Um, I know uh, the Hughes line had a good ending to the game yesterday with the goal and then the empty net goal. But in the beginning, Zaka scored back to back power play goals. That line looked pretty good. Uh, they're are going to avoid Crosby. So I think you can definitely go to them as well. Um, if you want to have a little of that Hughes line in MME, that's fine. But my main focus in this game uh, would be pit one. I'd probably come in around the field if I was making 150 and then the Zaka Wood brought line, I'd probably be a bit over. And then the Hughes line, I'd be a bit under, but I'd have a little bit in MME. Okay. So I might just have to end up ripping up the uh, the notes I have for this game. Uh, I could be wrong. If, if the Hughes line is the one you like, I'm so, not, I honestly don't know who's going to get Crosby in this in this yeah, match. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know that it's going to be a hard match. I think it'll probably be some of each. But uh, if it is a hard match, Hughes against Crosby, then I, I wouldn't be on the Hughes line. But I really do like them uh, tonight. I wish they were a little more expensive because they're in that range where even though it's a low implied total, it's high enough that they're going to project uh, okay for most people. So we're showing like 7 8% ownership on the Hughes line. But I think that one's uh, one of one of my favorites tonight. Uh, hoping they at least split time and maybe see a little bit more time against the Penguins depth. Really not impressed with the uh, McCann Zucker Rodriguez line. Same thing with the Freddie Gaudreau, Aston Reese Lafferty line. Like Pittsburgh's depth isn't great outside of that top line. Um, 
you know, I think you can definitely attack them in this matchup. So I'm on the Hughes line. I think I'm fine with the Crosby line, but this is one of those spots where I think they're, they're a little bit over owned. Um, And so I'm, I'm coming in a little bit below the field. We've we've got Vegas to talk about, got uh, San Jose a little bit later. We've got Colorado. uh, And then I like some stuff in St. Louis and I'm forgetting another team. uh, Oh, the caps as well. Caps are going to be popular as well. So, for like the chalky teams, I think I'm a little bit lower than the field on um, pit one. The rest of these lines, um, not not super in love with. But I mean, this is their first game at home without Zay Jack and Paul Mary, so I you're probably right. I doubt they hard match. They'll probably mix it up. So I would imagine Hughes does see some time against some depth. So, All right. well, I'm, I'm a little bit lower on the Hughes line than I was about five minutes ago, but. Uh, because they were matching uh, the Zajac line with Kua Cannon and Sharon Govich against opposing top competition. So maybe they just slide Hughes in there and that's what they have to do. Um, but I'm just hoping it's not a hard match. And then I'm going to be over on Devils one. Um, anything else for defensemen here? $6,200 Latang, Cliffy's boy, Cece. I know Cliffy's in the chat. Mike Matheson, 3,600. Ty Smith, power play one for 3,600. Anyone catching your eye? Uh, I mean, Matheson still 3,600. That's fine. If you're playing pit one, Latang makes sense. Um, Ty Smith's okay. I mean, I know he had a decent game yesterday. This is a bit tougher matchup. Uh, I think still think you can go to them if you're using that Hughes line. I, I do like Damon Severson, 3,000 as a, as a, as a cheap one-off. Okay. All right. Let's move it on to the caps and the Sabres 3.4 applied total for the caps 2.2 for the Sabres. Uh, I can't remember if the Caps are in a back-to-back. I, they I are. think Buffalo is as well. They, Buffalo is? Uh, the Caps are for sure. Did they play us? Yeah, the Caps played yesterday. Yeah. Oh, th- this is – we're more back-to-back. We're talking about how we avoid back-to-backs, and here we are three straight yeah. back-to-backs. I mean, at some point, you got to play teams. Yeah. Less yeah. on Reg. But uh, Vanacek and Tukarski are expected to go. Yeah, because it was Allmark played yesterday, and uh, Samsonov played yeah. as well. So they switched up the top line uh, during pregame skate yesterday for the caps. It was instead of Kuznetsov between Ovechkin and Oshie, it was Lars Eller. Kuznetsov slid down to line three with Verana and uh, Daniel Carr. Sprong was scratched. They kept together the uh, Backstrom line. Then Buffalo, they've got a couple of decent players. I think guys that you can consider tonight, Reinhardt, Olsen, uh, playing on the same line and same power play. Uh, caps, haven't been uh, very impressive recently, as Cliffy mentioned on yesterday's show. Last 10, last 12 games, they've been pretty bad. Um, we we playing some Buffalo Sabres tonight on a seven-gamer? I mean, this game, I don't want anything from this game, but we have to talk about it because it's seven games. So, like, if you're making 150, I think there's some spots where you can have some stuff. In my one to three, I'm, I'm going to fade the caps and just hope for the best. Um, Sabres are going 11-7 again, I believe. So, you know, you, you have to gonna rely on Reinhardt Olsen being together. They'll probably see some time with Skinner. They'll see some time with uh, Tage Thompson. You know, whatever it is, Reinhardt Olsen are going to go out together. Um, they're an okay duo. I, I don't know. I mean, if they're going to get some of the, you know, bottom six matchups because – they're going 11-7. I think you can have a little bit of them in MMA. Put them in with Skinner if you want. Put them in with Tage Thompson if you want. Uh, have a little bit of MMA. But really, 
I'm kind of off the Sabres tonight. On the cap side, I like the top line with Eller there. Um, I like Lars Eller. I'm a Lars Eller guy. He's only 3,900. Um, makes fitting in OV, 9,100 OV a little bit uh, easier. But really, like, you're going to have to take some stands here. And I see the ownership at, like, on Caps 1 around 11 12%. I would imagine it's going to be a bit higher just because the Sabres are absolutely terrible. They have a very low total. They're back-to-back. It's Dustin Tokarski. Caps have a 3.4 total. So, like, you're going to have to take some stands somewhere in one to three, even, you know, five to ten lineups. And it's going to be – I'm going to be off the Caps and just hope it doesn't come back to bite me. They haven't haven't looked great recently. Um, I don't want to pay 9,100 for Ovechkin. But that top line does make sense in MME if you want to go there. That second line doesn't really do too much for me. Backstrom, Ocean, Sheary. I don't know where the scoring is going to come from. If you want to put in Backstrom on power play one with Ovi, that's fine. I think uh, Verona Kuznetsov is a fine duo. They're not super expensive, uh, and it won't you know hamper you if you want to power play stack a team. Uh, I don't know much, if anything, about Daniel Carr, so I'd probably just duo them. But really, this game as a whole, I'm probably going to be underweight. I was expecting to see Washington one be like overwhelming chalk or like 20 plus percent. And I think that still might be the case just because you got the cheaper Eller in there. That's $1,200 savings off Kuznetsov and people don't play uh, Washington one for the center. They play it for Ovechkin. And so I think you might see Ovechkin is one of, if not the highest owned player on the slate, maybe Colorado one, like McKinnon Ranson and get higher on than him, but he's going to be up there. As far as the full stack, you might be a little contrarian by keeping on uh, Oshie and uh, Lars Ellers. And so, um, you know, I, I like Washington one if they're going to be at 10, 12%. If they're going to be at 20 or 22%, uh, I think that's a little bit different of a story. So I'll be monitoring their ownership uh, very closely when I'm building my lineups close to lock. Um, you know, I'm going to have my 8% caps one i think that's probably the floor for what i have on them but their ownership will uh, determine if i have you know 16 percent or eight percent i don't think i'm going to be way over the field i don't think it's that amazing of a spot they're not that amazing at five on five and i just have a problem playing expensive lines uh that aren't great at five on five so um caps i'm just kind of lukewarm on them like some other teams a lot better i think there's some josh stackable teams that we'll talk about uh in a bit and so uh you know, just not the best overall spot for me on the Sabres side. Are you seeing Skinner on line one with Reinhardt and Olsen? Yeah, they played a little bit yesterday. I mean, as long as they're going 11, seven, that's going to get mixed up, but Reinhardt and Olsen went out consistently together. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's a line I'd be interested in, especially with Skinner at 2,900. I'd be a little careful with that. It might be a popular filler stack. If it's, you know, if that's the line that fantasy cruncher has up there and other optimizers, if they've got line combinations, that might be a, a sneaky popular filler with like your Colorado ones and your, your Vegas uh, stacks as well. So I um, might have to get a little bit contrarian if you're playing that full line, but if you just want to go Reinhardt Olafson, they've been playing a lot at five on five together or Reinhardt, uh, Reinhardt Olafson and uh, Deline or, wrist line and both super cheap. Like the Sabres are just way too cheap. I know it's a low implied total, but just based on how the caps have played uh, recently, um, I think you can play a little bit of Buffalo one. And there's definitely two defensemen that I'm comfortable playing on the, uh, the Sabres side, both Rasmus's Rasmai, the Rasmai. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there you go, Seth uh, Rasmus Dahlin, 
was touted on this show. So he can uh, go to bed happy tonight, regardless of how many, how much money he makes uh, over on the secondary. That's just going to hit the lock button on him. He's going to get one block shot and (laughs) that, but he does. Like I was looking at his game logs and based on how much Seth celebrates him when he uh, goes off, it feels like he celebrated him quite a bit. Uh, his game logs aren't that impressive. I mean, last three games, six and a half, 15 and 7.8. He's, he's 3,400 for a reason. Like he was up in the mid fives at some point this season. He's 3,400, not because he's been great. So <laughs> yeah. Um, Carlson, 6,900 had a couple a uh, couple points last night. Um, but I'd probably only play him in cap stacks. He just hasn't been the same guy. I mean, his assists have fallen off a little bit like he was getting like an assist a game at one point uh maybe like a year and a half ago and so the uh the peripheral stats aren't amazing with him so hard for me to play him at 6900 when uh, we've got a couple Vegas guys that I think are better plays you got McCarr yeah. a little bit later that we'll talk about anything else in that game not really I mean Orlov is a little bit want a holiday gift your employees or clients will actually love send them gourmet peanuts from Hubbard Peanut Company Hubs Peanuts is a family-owned company that's been making high-quality, delicious peanuts and sending them to every corner of the globe since 1954. Order some of Hubs' plain, salted, or chocolate-covered peanuts in a special gift tin for the perfect gift for your friends, employees, clients, or even yourself. Visit HubsPeanuts.com. That's H-U-B-S-Peanuts.com. New on Stream. How do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production? Could Napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future? And how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet? James Burke's visionary series, Connections, returns for a new generation. Experience all new Connections. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Price up now. He was at 2,500 for most of the season, but 3,800 is going to be a pass. I agree. If you're using the Sabres, either of the Rasmuses makes sense. But other than that, I'm off the defenseman. All right, let's go to Minnesota and St. Louis. 2.8 implied total for the Wild, 2.7 for the Blues. It's going to be Capo Kakinen going for Minnesota. Probably Bennington for the Blues. I haven't seen otherwise just yet. Um, One no – actually, I see the correct – lines I at least the lines that I think they're going to be on the screen on the lineup builder that I'm looking at so I'm seeing Erickson at Greenway with Marcus Johansson they skated almost the whole game two nights ago against Colorado and they scored eight goals and they were kind of popular especially Fiala and he got a hat trick and 50 DK points not salty at all about that um (laughs) I believe you called it the worst matchup in the history of uh DFS or something I was a tad tilted but (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, they were at home, but at least they get to choose like to get the least bad matchup. But yeah, I was looking at the stats and uh, natural stats are just the game reports, and they it's not like they were overwhelming yeah. Colorado. Uh, they just got lucky, a couple power play goals for the worst power play in the entire NHL by a wide margin until a couple nights ago. So, anyways, the Wild they're on tonight's slate. It's a new night. They're going up against the Blues, a struggling Blues team. They're going with O'Reilly Perron and Sammy Blay. Shen Schwartz, Tarasenko, we've seen that line for five years, it feels like. Um, I don't I don't know where to go in this game, really. I think there's one St. Louis line I like, but I think that's going to be the one that's getting ownership. I'm not sure. Like, 
I don't know if Craig Berube is going to be an idiot with his line matching because, like, if I was Craig Berube, I would not send either of my top six lines out against Erickson, Eck, Greenway, Johansson. I would imagine they're going to send O'Reilly out against the Rask, Kaprizov, Zuccarello line. And if that's the case, I, I do really like the O'Ron, uh, O'Reilly Perron line. They're going to be lower owned than the Schwartz, Shen, Tarasenko. Like, that line, just what they did a few years ago, like they're going to get ownership against anybody in every, any matchup. Yeah. I would imagine they're going to get, they may get the, the Rask Kaprizov Zuccarello line. They may get the Hartman Bonino Fiala line. I doubt they're going to send them out against Erickson at Greenway Johansson. That would just not be smart. Um, at least from a DFS perspective uh, or really a real hockey perspective. So I'm interested in whoever's going to get the, the Rask uh, Kaprizov Zuccarello line. Um, they're very good offensively. Kaprizov is looking that dude just an absolute unit. Like he's just so big. He's so good. Um, but is they're not big? very good defensively. Kaprizov's big. Like he's not tall, but like, he's just like, is he's, he, he's a he's thick boy. I guess he just moves so well. I don't think of him as being like, like that. He's, strong. Like, he's like five, eight, like two ten, something like that. Oh, of course, so, yeah. Just low center of gravity. Like he does yeah. really stay on his skates. Yeah really well when he's turning corners yeah. and guys on him so but yeah for, for as good as they are offensively they're not very good defensively and if it is if they are going to go o'reilly perron belay against them i am interested in that if they're going to go shen schwartz tarasenko against them i'm interested in that really as long as they avoid the erickson at greenway johansson uh i'm fine with both of the top two lines in st louis i would imagine they will avoid them um just from an ownership play, I think I'd be on O'Reilly Perron more than I would be uh, Shen Schwartz Tarasenko. Like, I know the Blues had their best game of the season since Schwartz came back a couple nights ago, but you know that line has not been very good, and they're going to be the higher owned. Like currently, we have like the O'Reilly Perron line under one percent. That's going to come up, obviously, but they're going to be the lower owned of the two. So I think I'm going to go to them. Uh, Obviously, you know, if you want to play St. Louis, I know, I know Niehaus is just going to hit the lock button because that's what he does. Um, and that's fine. Like, I'm not going to talk off them. They're a very good line. Uh, they're not super expensive, and it is what it is. Um, but, yeah, so on the Minnesota side, if Rask, Kaprizov, Zuccarell is going to get RR, I am kind of off that. Um, if you want to play, you know, Kaprizov, Rask for the power play, that's fine. But, you know, you don't really play the wild for the power play. Uh, I think, you know, the second and third lines are where I want to play. You know, if you want to play Erickson, Eck, Greenway, Johansson, that is fine. Uh, you know, the power play correlation isn't great there. Erickson, Eck, and Greenway aren't on the power play. Uh, so my favorite line from the wild is actually Hartman, Benino, Fiala. Benino, Fiala are on power play one. Uh, Hartman, power play two. Uh, that line is probably going to be the most popular wild line of the night. Um, but... They're cheap. They're a good filler. And I think you, you know, the way to get a, a bit different is actually include Hartman uh, because I would imagine Benino Fiala are going to be way more popular than Hartman. So you full stack that line. Um, they may get the depth of the blues. They may get Shen Schwartz, Tarasenko, but you know, at that price with two guys on the power play, I think that is the line I want to go for from the wild. Yeah, I, I think I'm more on the St. Louis side here. A little bit lower of a total. It's close to a 50-50 game. I'm hoping this is a comeback down-to-earth game for the while. They had their fun. They got their eight goals against the best defensive team in the league by uh, a million miles. Uh, just probably the best team in the league. 
Uh, so they had their fun last game. Pareko is back uh, for the Blues. Maybe he's not 100%, but he's back. He's playing his 20-plus minutes. Like, that That makes a massive difference. And then I don't really like how the wild lines are constructed. Kaprizov, like, he's a very exciting player. He's meaty, as uh, Kyle says in chat. Yes, he is. Um, but that line as a whole, they started off red hot earlier in the season. We were you know, talking about their five-on-five numbers. They just haven't been very good offensively. Um, however, they do generate a decent amount of high danger chances just because Kaprizov is such a good uh, just such a good distributor. He puts his guys in really good spots. Um, but I, I think they might have a tough time if they're going up against O'Reilly Perron, which I, I think that's how the matchup should go here if St. Louis is even kind of smart. You play like the Thomas Stanford Bozak line in the fourth line. I think they're comfortable playing them against Eric Sinek and Greenway. Um, so I'm hoping they do that because I do like St. Louis here. St. Louis one, Shen Schwartz, Tarasenko. Uh, I think they're fine to play. Um, they're going to be a little bit owned. St. Louis two, the O'Reilly line, they don't project very well, but I do like them. Like O'Reilly, he's not shooting at all. He's got an under nine individual course C4 per 60. Uh, at all strengths uh, this season, which is very, very low. Um, but Perron is shooting a ton. So I like that two-man. I like going to rally Perron and Tarasenko or something along those lines. Power play stack at Minnesota takes a bunch of penalties. Um, in terms of time shorthanded per game, they're top five so far this season. So I like the St. Louis power play a little bit. I know they've struggled. But uh, O'Reilly, Perron, Tarasenko, crew, I could see myself getting to a bunch of those, especially in MME formats. So I'm on St. Louis tonight. I'm going against the wild for the most part here. I don't think it's a great spot for them. Anything else you want to mention in this one? Um, I mean, there's a bunch of guys on the blue line for the wild. Like I said, if you, if you prefer a Dumba, Rodin, Spurgeon, Suter, you go with them. Uh, my pick would be Spurgeon, then Dumba, then uh, Brodeen, then Suter. Uh, if you're playing, you know, the Blues for the power play, Krug makes sense. Um, you want to go to Vinny Dunn, I guess that's fine. I may be concerned about his minutes now that Pareko's back. Um, Got to see how his minutes are going before I start locking in Pareko. I know he played 20. He didn't – I don't know if he's fully healthy. I, I'm not going to, you know, talk about his health just because every time I do that, it comes back to bite me, so – Really, it's just Krug or bust for me on the Blues uh, blue line. Yeah, yeah, uh, Krug, but only in St. Louis stacks. Yeah. Uh, Preko not getting power play time. Question mark on his health. Uh, Minnesota defenseman. I I'm probably gonna have some of Dumba, Spurgeon, and Suter, but more just one offs or in the few wild stacks that I do get to in large field stuff. Um, maybe I'll, I'll have a correlation there, but you can never be sure on correlation with Minnesota power play units either. Cause they, they love, like they would roll out five defensemen on a power play. If they had five guys that could play in the power, oh, play. Yeah. they just, they just love it. Um, maybe they'll do that one day. All right. Before we get to the uh, last set of games, just want to mention starting nine. This is the last day to take advantage of the starting nine promo. It's promo code starting nine, no spaces. It's starting then the number nine. Uh, you're going to get projections, ownership projections, the top stack tool from the number one player in DFS was also uh, already taken down a couple MLB tournaments as he does pretty much every other night, it seems like. And uh, a lot of people at the site, a lot of subscribers have been sharing screenshots. Feel free to share your screenshots in chat when you do win, no matter how big or small. We're going to have a way to uh, you know, start giving recognition for people. So we're working on a way to do that with the uh, Osmo Hall of Fame um, 
idea that we've got coming up. So look out for that soon. Um, we've also got promo code Dustin. If you guys didn't get in on the masters, still a couple of days left. There's showdown projections. Uh, we've got ownership projections. There's huge showdown contests for the masters. If your lineups are already sunk, you still have a chance to get uh, two months of Osmo plus golf for the price of one with promo code Dustin. 60 days of Osmo Plus Golf, $29.95. Again, projections, ownership projections, the top golfer's tool, uh, the lineup builder, premium slack, all that good stuff. Um, other things that we have going on today, um, I think that's all for, for uh, actual promo codes, but I uh, just want to give another shout out to Jock Market. Go support them. Promo code NHL 20 is going to get you a $20 bonus uh with your first deposit so go over there they're helping support us you guys should go support them and uh, go play some dfs stocks is what i want to call it so it's good time over there might as well take advantage of uh the free 20 bucks that they're giving you and at least go check it out abs ducks 3.8 implied total for the abs 2.2 for the ducks grubauer gibson are your expected goalies um boy no gets left for the ducks uh, they are in some deep trouble tonight. Anything on the duck side that you like Henrik Heinen, Silverberg, they're fully correlated on the top power plays. They're getting ownership though, over 10%. What is that? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if the abs are going to allow another eight goals all season, <laughs> but no, not really. <laughs> not not um, I don't want to play the ducks at 10% in like, if they're even if they're playing the Senators, I don't think I want to play the Ducks at ten percent. And they're going into the McKinnon matchup, like no thanks. Uh, and then the other lines on the Ducks, I mean, like no thanks. Maybe a Troy Terry one off, uh, Comtois one off, something like that. But I wouldn't full stack anybody on the Ducks. If you want to use that top line in MME, sure. I mean, at ten percent, <laughs> you actually have to put in like over 15 lineups to get over the field. And that just feels bad. Like it feels real bad, but um, I guess if you want like to, to have a little bit of the duck, sure. But in the 2.2 total, like I'm just going to be off the ducks tonight. Uh, this is an abs game for me. Uh, like wash, rinse, repeat with abs one. Like, I don't know what you want me to say. Like I'm out of adjectives. If you want to play them, they fully correlate on the power play. They're probably going to score. Um, <laughs> they, you know, if we get a classic av one night, if you don't have them, it's over, you know, like, I, I don't know. It could be like maybe John Gibson stands on his head and holds them in check. Could be, but I want to, I'd rather play abs one at 13% than ducks one at 11%. So Oh, it's not even a question. Like Avs one is probably my favorite spot of the night, but I, I really do like the Avs second line tonight. They're only going to be around 5%. They're going to get whatever line they're going to get. It doesn't really matter. Like this is a really good spot for them as well. They've had very good numbers all season. The performances haven't been elite recently. So like, that's why the ownership is down on them. But I think one of the things in DFS that a lot of the sharp people talk about uh, is getting ahead on the trends. So like, you get them in at a lower ownership and they have that, that big breakout night, like at low ownership, you're going to be way ahead of the field there. And then even this third line is a decent filler. Uh, Don Skoy still on the top power play. Yost and the Shushkin are still very, very cheap. So I think they're a fine filler, but this game is about abs one abs power play and abs two. Yep. It is all abs for me, especially, you know, I wrote down and I'm one, like, I think, 
if ownership wasn't a thing, uh, Anaheim won. Like, you know, if they, if they out. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They outscore their median projection of 2.2 goals. They score three goals here, which is hard to imagine them scoring. Uh, but it does happen. It's hockey. You know, the Wilds put up eight on the, the Avs. Um if they score three goals here, you would imagine Henry Kynan and Silverberg at least don't kill you for that, for those prices. So it's a price thing. It's, it's not a matchup thing. That being said, if they're going to be 10% owned, if they're going to be a top, even 10 owned line on the slate, uh, I'm, I'm good on them. Um, I just know the way that I choose my lineups, like cheap chalk that doesn't project that well. Like there's just no way uh, that I get to a lot of ducks one. Uh, we'll get to a lot of abs one right now. I'm at about 22%. So I'm a little bit over the field. I think if they're anywhere close to Washington one in terms of ownership, abs one is the slam. I'd much rather play them over uh, Washington one. I'll be having some of both, but I think I'm going to be over the field on abs one. I think that's probably going to be my highest zone line on the slate. And then abs two is going to be pretty close behind them. Uh, abs three is probably going to be one of if not my highest owned depth line. So John Gibson may save the day for the Ducks, but I think that is realistically their only chance uh, for the uh, the Avs to not end up on a winning lineup. Like, I, I don't know. It's weird to say, but like on a seven-game slate, it's hard to imagine that uh, you don't get a couple Avs skaters on the winning lineup. So that's just how I feel. I'm going to have a ton of Avs in uh, – the overwhelming majority of my lineups. And I think you can Josh stack them. Definitely one team that you can Josh stack and go full Colorado one with like, you know, Nishushkin and Jonas Donskoy get five forwards, throw them a car, Taze or Gerard, whoever you'd like. Um, their defensemen are also playing huge minutes. Their top four guys, specifically Taze. He's playing like 30 minutes in some of these games. And Gerard is playing like mid twenties. Kale McCarr is getting his minutes. Uh, there's just, there's just a ton to like anything on the ducks blue line. Not really. I mean like Cam Fowler. Sure. If you're playing ducks one makes sense. If you want to throw in Jamie Drysdale, 2,600. Sure. Like maybe your boy Hawk and Paw, but like, I, I don't know. That's Cliffy's boy. <laughs> That's Cliffy's boy. Yeah. Uh, I mean like Manson for block shots, like all yeah. these, all these like ducks defensemen are super cheap. Um, I guess, you know, Manson makes some sense if you think, you know, Colorado is going to, you know, hem him in. Like, he, he may block some shots. So, if I had to go to somebody on the Ducks, it'd probably be Manson just for the block shots. I was just looking him up to see if he's been uh, getting uh, some blocks lately. He got the block bonus in the last game. Uh, his, his block shot rate is pretty high, all things considered. And he is 2,700 tonight. So, not a, really a marquee name, but if he's your last guy in type of thing, I think – and, you know, maybe a way to differentiate. If you do need a $2,700 defenseman with your Colorado one stack, even if you have Grubauer in there, uh, you probably won't that much with Colorado one. But even if you do and you need 2700 bucks, I think Manson's actually a pretty good correlation play just because you're expecting Colorado to, you know, attempt 80 shots tonight. Like, that's pretty realistic. And they can put 40 
uh, on net and Manson's their best guy to, uh, to block a few. So don't mind him even in some Colorado lineups. All right, let's go to the Yotes and the Golden Knights. 2.3 implied total for the Coyotes. 3.3 for the Knights. Probably going to be Aiden Hill. It's probably going to be Robin Leonard. And uh, we got a surprise. Actually, it wasn't really a surprise, but a lot of the line sites weren't on it. Uh, Stevenson was back after his three-game suspension. Vegas was pretty quiet about that. There was like one tweet that was hours earlier in the day, and then no, none of the other beats really talked about it. Um, two yeah, nights ago, about it too. Like <laughs> we all did, yeah. we all did until like an hour before the slate, and then we alerted Slack, and so hopefully you got him in. I don't think it really made the difference, but uh, he he turns out Stevenson is quite a big upgrade over Cody Glass, and I can't even remember was Nozak up there, or who, who, Nick Roy. Anyways, real Vegas one is back together. They're going to be pretty popular. Vegas two going to be pretty popular. Do you think it's going to be the Patrick Stone line up against uh, our boy Bunting? And then what does that do for you uh, on the Arizona side? Knights still have been hard matching with Carlson against Top Comp. Uh, so wow. I would assume Schmaltz, Carlson, Bunting is Top Comp. Um, so Carlson's going to go out against them. Uh, I mean, I think that's fine for Vegas too. I mean, <laughs> They're good offensively. They're not very good defensively. So I think Vegas two makes complete sense. They're they're still cheap. They're what nine fourteen six for a full line. Like that's you know gets Carlson and Smith on the secondary power play. Marshall on the top power play. Their ownership makes sense. They're a good play. Uh, play them if you want them. And then you know Patrick Stevenson Stone is going to get who knows Kraus Dvorak Fisher or Keller Larson Kessel. Like it just gets better and better the more I just keep talking about the Yotes. So I really like Vegas one here tonight. Uh, I always like Vegas one. I don't really have to convince you to like Vegas one. Um, They're probably my second favorite play behind the Avs top line tonight. So I I think, you know, having them fully coyed on the power play, getting, even if they got the Schmaltz, Garland, Bunting line, it's it's still a fine matchup for them. Like the matchups don't matter. Like the more you go down the lineup, the better it gets. But they're one of the better five-on-five teams um, or lines. So, and they fully correlate. Vegas one, basically my favorite play. Vegas two, um, certainly a fine, fine play as well. Um, I've been off them most of the season, so that's kind of why I'm. Sounds like I'm down on them. I'm not. If you, if you're a Vegas two guy and you want to play them, they're certainly fine. I'm just going to look elsewhere because I, I really like Vegas one. And then on the coyote side i'm probably going to be off them for the most part if you want to go to that top line because they fully correlate on the power play in mme i think that's fine if you want a two-man keller and kessel uh they've actually had pretty good numbers together um i think that's fine as well if you want to use you know golgoski on the blue line checker on the blue line i think that's fine but as a whole this is a vegas game for me oh yeah vegas game for me as well uh i think if I don't get to Colorado one as my highest on stack, I think Vegas one is going to be it. And that was assuming that they would see the, uh, the bunting Schmaltz Garland line. So real quick on them, they have kind of a small sample. They've got uh, really solid numbers at five and five, and it looks like good defensive numbers as well. But I think it's been four games since they've been together. So they played Colorado five games ago. And then in the four games that bunting has been up there, they played the ducks, the ducks and the Kings twice. Yeah. So like just the competition isn't really there. I know they saw Kopitar a little bit, but uh, 
they're going to get crushed, I think, by Stevenson, Pacioretty, Stone. I'd be surprised if they could hold themselves against them. And if they're going to, if they're not going to get them, if they're going to get the Carlson line, maybe, maybe Arizona one is in play for me. Um, I don't want to go up against the stone line at all uh, when they're at full strength like this. So love Vegas one, definitely will have some Vegas two, but that's probably going to be one of your more popular fillers as they have been for like the last seven slates. It feels like that Vegas has been on. Um, maybe a little bit more split with Stevenson back up on Vegas one and cheap and stones prices come down to 6,100, but, uh, yeah, sneaky suspicion that my hat trick pick might come from the golden Knights here. Uh, I love Shea Theodore as well tonight, been off of him a little bit been playing more of, um, like Martinez and, uh, and Petrangelo, but, uh, I am all over Shea tonight and then Petrangelo goes a little bit better with Vegas too, but you could certainly play him as a one-off as well. Vegas game for me, Vegas night for me, Vegas three, I think is awesome. Similar to to what I was talking about with Colorado. I think it's that good of a spot for them. And I I think Mark, I don't know if Martinez is going to be back. I know he was out with a, he was dinged up or something. I don't know if he's going to be in tonight, but yeah, Theodore for sure. Petrangelo. They went 12, they went 12, five. Yeah. yeah, Cause it was a late scratch and they couldn't get someone up off the taxi squad. I would assume if he's out, they would they're gonna call somebody up, but I, I honestly don't know. Um, they might call him up for like nine minutes though. Yeah. Like, I so, think yeah, that makes minutes for the, the two big guys, Petrangelo and Theodore. Yeah, I mean if if Martinez is out, like Theodore and Petrando just become better plays. Um and then on the Arizona side, you know, Golgoski, Chikrin. Golgoski's a fine one off. Chikrin, if you're if you're correlating, is fine. Labushkin coming off a goal and a couple block shots, still min price, sure. But other than that, I'm off Ekman Larson. First career goal for Labushkin. Uh, Cliffy and Corsi were just going nuts. You know, that's their boy. Uh, all right, let's get into the last game of the night. Real quick, if you guys haven't, there's over 100 of you watching. Contests back up a little bit today on uh, some of the big sites. So, uh, Nice to see over 100 in here if you could drop a like. But more importantly, if you could subscribe to the channel, it's not only going to help us a ton, it's going to help you a little bit as well because you're going to know when we go live for uh, not just NHL, but PGA, NBA. Uh, We've got three hours of NBA coming on after this. We've got some MLB coming on after this. Uh, We've got it all for you here. So no reason to go anywhere else. Just stick. uh, Might as well just bookmark the Osmo homepage. Uh, but if you don't even want to do that, you can just subscribe in your browser or your phone. We'll send you alerts when we are going live. Win, win, win for all, like in the office. Win, win, win. That's the, uh, that's the best outcome. All right. Kings, Sharks, 2.7 implied total for the Kings. Three for the Sharks. Cal Peterson, Marty Jones, your boy. Shark spot here? Um, maybe. Couture... Couture is a game time decision. They expect him to play though. Um, I'm kind of off the Sharks top line. It's just news wise. I don't want Couture to be out and be stuck. Like, like, yeah, Hurdle's going to move up. He's more expensive though. And they're going to get the Kopitar matchup. So yeah, the Kopitar matchup isn't what it was, but like at 15% Sharks won, like I'm probably going to be underweight. The Sharks second line, however, is where I would want to be. Uh, with the line changes the Sharks or the Kings have done to their secondary, it's no longer um, Velarde, Carter, and Anthony Sioux. It's Anthony Sioux with Blake Lazat and Carter, and that's just 
and then Grundstrom with Anderson Dolan and Trevor Moore. So like defensively, that is a worse iteration. So I, I do really like the Sharks second line. Uh, they fully correlate on the second power play. Um, Rudolph Balsers isn't some, you know, third wheel. He's actual player. So I think you can go to the second line. They avoid Kopitar. They're going to get a good matchup. Sharks second line is where I would prefer to be. If you want to use Sharks top line in MME, perfectly fine. On the King side, if you want to use that top line, especially if Couture ends up being out, I think that is fine. If Couture's in, um, that line has been pretty good defensively. I still think you can go to Sharks one and MME and one to three. I don't think I'd be there. Uh, contractual obligation to mention Jeff Carter. Um, I will say if they're going to get the hurdle Meyer line, I'm probably going to be under the field on Carter. Um, and then the third lines, fourth lines, no, but if you want a one-off Adrian Kempe 4,600, I think that's fine. The Sharks are uh, pretty bad defensively. Their PK isn't great. And Kempe is on the top power play. I know he's stuck on the fourth lines, but he may be, he's probably going to be under 1% because of that. And he, you know, the Sharks power play, or excuse me, the Kings power play has been pretty good. So I think Kempe makes for a fine low owned one-off. Yeah, I'm in agreement with pretty much everything you said. I'm a little worried about Couture. It sounds like he's going to play, but we've we've seen this song and dance before recently. I can't remember who it was, but he was expected to play. And sure enough, game time comes and he's not on the ice for warm-ups. You could be screwed here because you're not going to know before the Vegas game kicks off. So you're going to have to swap down to San Jose too if they if he ends up not playing or you'll get the new combo in there, whoever they – maybe it's Marlowe between well, Kane and LeBanc. Like, who knows? So this is a San Jose two game for me. One of my favorite stacks in the entire night. I'm liking how low their ownership is. I love, love, love Timo Meyer. Uh, just going by like how many shots he's attempting recently. Uh, he's putting a lot of them on net as well. Um, I'm all over San Jose too. So that's the main thing I wanted to mention in this game. Do you have a hat trick pick before we get out of here? I'm going super chalk. I'm going Nathan McKinnon. I will take Max Pacioretty. That's also pretty chalk. Pacioretty finally gets it done tonight. I don't think he has a hat trick yet this season. He's been pretty quiet a lot of these games, I feel like. But uh, tonight he's going to bust out of it. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining. It will be Cliffy and Josh tomorrow breaking down. Uh, I think we've got another sizable slate, probably some back-to-backs in there as well. Thanks to Tyler for producing. Thanks to Josh for joining. And uh, subscribe to the channel. Check out all the content we've got coming on after this. Talk to you guys soon. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.